Welcome to the Mud Talk Podcast, where you can hear thoughts from potters and ceramic artists around the world. A new topic each episode to improve our craft, grow our businesses, and discover new perspectives. We want to hear from you. My name is Brandon Schwartz, but you can call me Fuzzy. This is episode six. And a fun fact about this episode, I am currently recording this episode in the dark by candlelight. I, uh, my electricity's out right now, so if it sounds a little darker or a little bit more romantic than usual, you now know why. Uh, today we're going to talk about good pots. We want to know what makes a pot good or even great. What characteristics do you look for? Are there certain things that a pot has to have to be good? What does good mean to you? I'm sure you have your own opinions about what makes a pot acceptable, or good, or even great. But it's always a good idea to hear other people's opinions, so we can discover some different perspectives, and fine-tune our own opinions, and understand the topic on just a deeper level. As I was reading the comments for this topic, I tried to organize the responses into a few categories including physical characteristics, proper function, the feelings a pot evokes, and then at the end I'll share some of my favorite responses. Let's start with a response from Facebook, which I think lays a foundation for this discussion. In response to the question, what makes a pot good, Laura S. said, attractive design, even weight, useful, attention to detail, smooth bottom, evidence of the maker. These answers may all be subjective, though. Isn't beauty in the eye of the beholder? Laura hits a number of things that I think are important and notes the subjectivity of this topic. There isn't one correct answer, so let's take a look at what other people think goes into a good pot. Some comments focused on the physical characteristics of a pot. Nurture Massage 07 said, If it has no cracks in it, or if it comes out of the kiln the way you wanted, or better. Dawadat Ceramics said, When the foot and lip look cohesive, and it makes it through the fire and without cracks, and comes out to the point where I'm okay to make 100 more. Evezib Travel said, If the pot is as you imagined it to be when you were creating it, and of course it has no major technical issues like cracks. Mimiho Cat said, Well balanced, feel warm in touching, clarity in lines, Less is more in decorations. Michelle C. of Facebook said, How it feels in my hands when I close my eyes. Related to the physical characteristics, some people specifically mention proper function. DM Pottery said, Everything Petty Pottery NC said, plus structurally sound as required by the pot's intended function. Cal Pot said, A good pot is one that does what it was created to do. If it is supposed to hold water, then a good pot is one that holds water. It's hard to argue with these two responses. A pot, by definition, is a functional object. But do pots have to be functional? Can you make a pot strictly as a work of art? Or is an object no longer a pot if it doesn't function as a pot? Some comments were about how the pot makes you feel. J. Clay Pottery Studio said when you want to hold it, when you imagine it in your home when its function is spot-on, or even many. Eclect Studio said, If it's loved, in parentheses, by someone other than family. 
Steve PL13 said, if you like it, it's good. By the Sea Studio said, when you first see a pot and you get this overwhelming feeling of excitement through your body, you are basically moved by its presence. Martha H. from Facebook said, it calls to you. These last few responses were some of my favorite responses. As mentioned before, Petty Pottery NC said, For me, I know a pot is good when things start popping into my head. Ideas, phrases, questions, smells, memories, names, people, places, feelings. A pot is good if it sparks something within me. I just love this response. I feel that a lot of my favorite pots have stories to go with them. Whenever I use certain pots, I remember a special special event or getting to know the maker or a certain image or feeling. The next response was from Hughes Pottery, who said, How about it's got good balance in its form, no unbroken curves, the continuity of line in its visual composition, the parts are all thought out, foot, body, shoulder, neck, lip, surface, and attachments. The proportions and relationship of all those parts. It's practicality or impracticality of use. Or we can go with, it's now fired and still standing, so it's awesome. Great answer, Hughes Pottery. I like the deeper consideration of some of the design principles in this response. Studying and applying some of these principles can really improve the aesthetics of a pot. I also like the idea that each part should be well thought out. That seems to be a great description of a good pot. It doesn't look odd or slapped together. And mentioned at the end of the response, sometimes you have to take a relative look at things. For someone just starting out, the first pot that you get through the kiln that isn't slumped or cracked or falling over is your best pot. So it is good compared to your previous attempts. Shameless Clay said, If it looks effortless, regardless of imperfection and what you imagined, I usually divide my pieces between those that look tortured and those that look like they just should be that way. This is another great response that gives me some ideas to think about. I like the part about a pot looking effortless. I guess this is kind of a vague or subjective term as well, but it seems like a good fit. Sometimes you hear musicians say that a great song just wrote itself. I feel like I've had pots like that. The clay just seemed to go where it was supposed to and looked like it was supposed to be that way. And other times I'll try a couple different things, but there's always something that doesn't look right to my eye, and I end up overworking the pot. It's hard to put into words exactly how this happens, but I know I have felt the same thing. A. Newman Pottery said, A good pot should be light for its size, but also strong. It should be pleasing to the eye. It should also feel good in the hands. There should be no unnecessary bumps or sharp points. Its edges should be smooth, not sharp. It should look as if it could have been made by a machine, but gives hints that it was handmade. It should be consistent and symmetrical, in my opinion. I love all these really specific details in this response. Uh, Do you agree with everyone? I'll be honest, there are a few that I would argue against or at least say they aren't absolute truths. But then the last three words qualify the whole response, in my opinion. And that's what I like about this whole topic. It's just all, well, mostly subjective. We're allowed to have different opinions. Maybe the trick is you have to come to terms with your own opinion to make good pots. 
And finally, Zygote Blum said, The good pot has the craftsperson running down the list, ticking off all the boxes. Good is the minimum that needs to be done to achieve an agreed set of expectations, not just its needs. A great pot has the artist wadding up the list and making up their own to measure their work by. That's it. What, what more can you say? All right, since I'm, I'm running this podcast, I guess I'll say a little more. Uh, maybe I've set my bar too low. Maybe I asked the wrong question. I wanted to know about good pots. Maybe we should be talking about great pots. Is there a difference? Is it still just a subjective, opinion-based discussion? I think Zygote hits the nail on the head when he says that good is the minimum. As potters of a certain experience or skill level, I think we have to create good pots just so we don't diminish the craft. But great pots? How do you define a great pot? Are the same characteristics involved? Are there a limited number of great pots? Not every pot can be great, right? Can anybody make a great pot? Is the greatness of a pot relative to the potter's skill level? Is talking about great pots even more subjective? I'll have to do some more thinking about this one, but to me, a great pot catches my eye and has some kind of depth. At a Chris Gustin workshop, he talked about how great objects work on multiple levels. I'm paraphrasing his ideas here, but he said good objects will work from different viewpoints, uh, such as viewing the piece from across the room, viewing the piece from a few feet away, and then viewing the piece up close. To me, maybe maybe those viewpoints correlate roughly to the overall shape and proportions of a pot, uh, and then the, the surface details, and then the function or the way you interact with it. Zygote makes an important point that the artist creates their own list of requirements to make a great pot. I could be way off, but I relate this to developing your own style. When I think of a great pot, I can often tell who made it just from the first glance. A great pot is unique in some way that makes it stand out, and usually that unique aspect is what a potter explores as they make more work. As you can tell from some of these thoughtful answers, the topic is very subjective. But it makes me wonder, is there always a relationship between how much you like a pot to how good the pot is? I mean, you could probably like a regular pot, right? You could probably even like a bad pot. But then maybe your liking of the pot would depend on something other than the pot itself. Like who made it or where you got it. I don't think anyone mentioned story specifically. But I feel like pots that have a story move up the greatness scale. I have a little cup made by Dick Lehman that I keep in my cupboard. I'm sure he wouldn't consider it one of his best pots that he has ever made. It's only a few inches tall, but but it has this amazing swirl of different textures on the altered surface, which adds a lot of depth to the chino glaze. In the bottom of the cup, the glaze just began to crawl and make that little wrinkled brain-like texture, which I love. There's even an interesting texture under the foot. Uh, it is definitely a good pot, but the reason I love this cup is because it reminds me of the circumstance in which I acquired it. A few years ago, before I started participating in the Michiana Pottery Tour myself, Dick was looking for some assistance running his booth. Of course, I jumped at the chance. Not only did I get a chance to see how Dick set up and talk about his pots, interact with customers, study his pots all day, and ask a lot of questions, he also compensated me for my time with a certain dollar amount of his work, which I got to choose myself. 
This little cup was one of my first choices. So in my opinion, this little cup is a great pot. It has most or all the things I look for in a pot, and it also has a special story to go along with it. And as a bonus, I got to go back and read my blog post about the entire weekend. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can read through that if you want. So for almost every characteristic of a pot, you could find someone that feels one way about it, and another person that feels just the opposite. Some say a pot has to function flawlessly. Others say that great pots are works of art and function isn't as important. I prefer texture or some kind of depth to the surface of a pot. Some people like completely smooth pots or minimal decoration. Some prefer heavy or more sturdy pots. Others argue that a pot should be as light as possible. For this one, I fall into the Matt Sheeman line of thinking when he says that the physical weight should match the visual weight. So, what do you think? Surely you have your own opinion about what makes a pot mediocre or good or even great. Can you elaborate on some of the answers that were already shared? Or maybe you have a completely unique perspective. Would you share it with us? Go to expertclay.com slash MTP, as in Mud Talk Podcast, to leave an audio or written message, which could make it onto a future episode of the Mud Talk Podcast. Also, feel free to share this podcast with as many clay lovers as possible. I know it may not be for everyone, but I want to make it available to as many people as possible. And as always, thanks for listening. Continue to make great pots and stay muddy.